Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 84. Sorry, we missed last week. It was a little bit under the weather and uh, just didn't feel like actually sitting and listening or wanting you guys to listen to me cough and gag and carry on. So I'm in uh, I'm in Elma, Washington today and Sarah's back home in Tuttle and I've got her on the line here. Beautiful weather out here, honey. I know it's hot at home. It is hot here. Enjoy your beautiful weather. I believe it. I might have make, made 80 today, maybe. Good for you. So, I wasn't sure if I was going to live or not, but uh, definitely a crazy two two weeks there for being ill. I, uh, I'll just tell you right now, I don't recommend uh, getting COVID. I... Tested negative, but uh, the doctor was pretty sure that I had COVID, so that's what they treated me for anyway and wanted me to get retested, but I never would. So, But uh, it, was, uh, it was definitely touch and go for a while, but biggest issue was I think I waited too long. Oh, who told you that you needed to get help? Not me. Well, I didn't feel horrible at first, but... It's like you don't watch the news or something. I don't watch the news because it's all bullshit. <laughs> well, I'm just glad you're feeling better. I'm not having to be the nurse and take care of you. Well, we uh, feel better, much better, so we're good to go. So we are at Elma. Okay. Uh, we we had a long, busy weekend. We had three days at Skagit. And then uh, at Elma last night, this is Tuesday that we're doing this, and we're hanging out here till Thursday before we head to Chico. So it's been a busy weekend, four nights in a row, and... Had some speed in the car and did a few things that uh, I felt like we did right this week and excited about a couple of the finishes there. And uh, my short track program has been pretty good, but uh, uh, just like uh, last night in Alma, you know, it's a little bit bigger track. I got too tight, really easy. So got to make uh, better adjustments on those bigger tracks. Ready to go over the results for the last few nights? Sure. Okay, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you were at Skagit. On Friday, that was your first night back, qualified 15th, started 5th in Heat 1, finished 3rd, and then you called it off and went back to the hotel that night, just trying to try it out, I guess, right? Well, that was uh, honestly, uh, that was the first day that I'd exerted myself at all, and I got hot and in that heat race, and I think uh, all the stuff that was in my chest was ready to come up and get out. And, man, I was struggling there. And actually uh, went back to the pit area and actually got sick. And uh, I kind of feel like I jumped the gun just a little bit because I went back to the hotel, took a shower, and and then plugged on Dirt Vision. And I was like, I feel fine. Maybe I should go back. But it was too late. So they had already scratched me from the program and put me to the tail. So I said, well, we'll go back the next day and redeem herself. And, but uh, on Friday night, definitely had a fast race car. Uh, I felt like we were going to unload good there with the package that 
we've been working on and you know i like racing at skagit racetrack uh you know i've raced there quite a bit so i kind of felt like our package was going to work and it did so i was pretty excited about that whole program uh, on friday night other than men's six so but i did look forward to saturday yep moving on to saturday qualified 15th you started fifth in heat three finished fifth started 15th in the a and finished 12th that was a good showing yeah, the racetrack was a little slicker, and I was still just a tick under the weather and just not really 100% sure of what my body was going to be able to take care of, if I was going to be able to run 30 hard laps or not. And, you know, it turned out all right. We run uh, 12th in the future there, passed a few cars, and and uh, learned some stuff because the racetrack was pretty slick on Saturday night compared to Friday night. And made some adjustments that I felt like we made better, you know, that, that made it better and was looking forward to Sunday night. Like I said, we, we, uh, every night that you read in a place, you should, you would hope to get better every night. And I felt like we did. So moving on to Sunday, you qualified seventh, started third and heat one, finished third. And then in the A, you started seventh and finished 10th. Yep, in the heat race, uh, felt like we were racing with Logan Shuhart there a little bit for a transfer step to the dash and had a good run on him a couple of different times and then he finally closed the door on me and then once he did that we were just kind of stuck in third but had a starting, uh, seventh in the heat race and I mean, I'm sorry, seventh in the feature and run around there, uh, pretty good. Uh, Sheldon got by me kind of early there and just took me too long to move off the bottom and then when I moved to the top we were pretty good and then, uh, Probably should have finished eighth, but uh, lap cars towards the end of the race kind of got me screwed up and uh, lost a couple more spots and ended up tenth. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, any top tens, that's what we're looking for. Just to, you know, if we could be consistently in top ten every night, we will be pretty happy with that. So felt like all in all for the weekend uh, at Skagit, we, you know, we unloaded well and was damn sure competitive, so I was excited about that. Well, and you carried that over to Monday at Grace Harbor. Your results from Sunday at Skagit and Monday at Grace Harbor were identical. You qualified seventh again, started third in Heat 1, finished third, started seventh in the A, and finished tenth. Yeah, Grace Harbor. Uh, we were just off a little bit, but uh, when we, uh, we qualified seventh and Felt like it, uh, I left a little bit on the table there. And then Sunday, I mean, on the, the uh, heat race, it was just kind of a fog leader anyway. So we run third there, and then that got us starting seventh in the feature. And uh, just made a few adjustments wrong in the feature there. A bigger track, like I say, we've, we've kind of screwed around there a little bit and not made the right adjustments on the bigger tracks. And felt like we took too much stagger out and uh, tied the right rear down too much and Got her too tight against the curb and about crashed a couple times and was uh, lucky just to get out of there with a top 10 finish, honestly. Well, a weekend that included a 12th and two top 10s is pretty good for consistency. So it seems like you're definitely making gains. I feel like it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, well, and take into account not being 100%. You feel much better, but still got a little ways to go there, too. Yep, for sure. Okay, well, we will grab a break and come back with some questions of the week. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. 
Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Choose Outlaw. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, we're back. We've, we've been a week without a Yeah. Wait, well, you okay. should have plenty of those. I do. Actually, I, now I have a, a surplus. And I've got quite a few waiting. So I told Mike Moffitt that we would answer his. So Mike wrote, as a longtime NASCAR fan, and knowing that in the top three series, a team can only buy engines from four different organizations. Is that the truth? Is that true? In NASCAR, do you know? Well, I don't follow that enough, but uh sounds correct. Okay. Um, so with that being the case, and sprint cars, can you can anyone build you an engine as long as it meets the specs or are there certain builders you can buy from? No, anybody can build an engine as long as it's uh you know, meets the specs it's uh, basically four hundred and ten cubic inch, uh all aluminum engine. Everything kinda goes. There's no uh you know, really, that's really the only rule. It can be 410 cubic inch, and everything else is kind of open season. It can't be any overhead cam stuff or any of that stuff, but just a 410 cubic inch uh, normal aspirated engine, and uh, it doesn't matter who builds it. You can build it in your garage or wherever, but unfortunately, uh, these engine builders, you know, there's six or eight in the country that build these sprint car engines, and uh they're kind of on top of their game and you know it'd be kind of hard to uh build out of your garage because you wouldn't have the research and development for the you know basically uh these guys been doing it for years and years and years and that's how they figure out to make these things live and and run well okay well mike thanks so much for that question we appreciate it i have a question of the week for you and i was going to do some fun but then i this question actually came to my mind and i thought okay this is more technical, but what's the most important thing you watch, like, in your car or on the dash during a race, and how many things are you looking at or messing with in the cockpit area, I guess? You know, not really a lot. I mean, uh, you just glance down every once in a while, look at the oil pressure, water temperature, but not often. Sometimes you don't even have time to do that, but uh, the wing valve, you know, we've got a, a handle there to be able to move the wing forward or back and basically that's the only thing that I can move, move around but as far as me I'm watching the head the whole time uh, you know making sure you know I'm straight away across the corner always trying to be look ahead to make sure nothing's going on in front of me that I don't want to pile into a wreck or whatever but also look at the, looking at your competitors and seeing where they're running and, and uh, how it's affecting their cars and if 
they're actually gaining time or losing time or or whatever. So you're just always always constantly looking at all that stuff. Okay, question about the wing valve thing. Can you adjust that like at race speeds, or is that something you can only move during like a caution? No, at race speeds, we can do it at race speeds, under caution, anytime. It doesn't matter. It's on a hydro. It's on a hydraulic pump, so it uh, as long as the engine's running, it'll move. Okay. See, I had like an actual question to ask today. Thanks for the insight. Wow. So you give me a week off and my brain can think of real questions. And if you say so, I can't, well, you didn't already know those, but okay. Well, I kind of, I assume I know, but I'm asking for the general public, you know. We don't all know. you have anything else to add for this week before I do my spiel? No, not really. Just uh, looking forward to getting the next two weekends out of the way in California and Start that track back to the Midwest and then head to Ohio and Pennsylvania. Yep, I'm ready for you to head back this way. I think I've seen where, what, is there 15 races left? That's it? Yep, 15 races. I'm not complaining. I've had enough at this point. I'm ready for you to come up. Which don't seem like a lot, but, you know, when I first started racing, you know, our race season was 20 races long. And uh, right. I think last night last night was the 62nd or third race that we've ran. So, what is 60, just say 63 plus 15 more, we're going to be at uh, 78 races. So, that's a lot. That is a lot. Well, I was planning on coming to visit you out in California, but I nixed those plans after the exciting last couple of weeks we had. I think I'm staying home to rest. And actually, yep. you'll be happy to hear this. I think what I'm going to do is finish painting the master bedroom in the beads. Isn't that a great Whoa, idea? Look at, look at you go. I thought of that today. I'm like, if I'm home alone, I could do that. So maybe I'll accomplish that this weekend. There you go. No promises. Okay, guys, as always. Did you have some down? No. Oh, okay. Okay, guys, as always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate when you do that. Uh, you can always get merch on the online store, waynejohnson2c.com. I have the Labor Day sale still active, which is free shipping on orders over $50. I'll leave that up to the end of the week just in case you didn't see that. So uh, log on, waynejohnson2c.com, and get your merch. The trailer, the merch trailer is not, not out on the road with us right now. So if you want to order online, where to go. You can also follow along with us anytime on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Wayne Johnson Racing. And you can get a hold of us anytime by call or text 405-362-0620. As always, you can email us at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com. That's all you got. Well, all right, guys. Till next week, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.